Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Team Trash Cast. I am your host, Logan Landfill. I'm Dr. Compost, a.k.a. Aaron. And I'm Wasteland, a.k.a. TJ. All right, everybody. Today, today on the show, we are going to be talking all about everybody's favorite time of year. The most wonderful time of the year. That's right. That's that's right, everybody. Today, we are doing a Christmas episode. And to start things off, Ooh. we are going to be talking about Christmas hot garbage. So basically, this is the things that we kind of disassociate with Christmas in the fact that we feel like, in a sense, that they're a bit cliched or they're a bit overdone, in a sense. Um, so I'll start us off. For me, I believe that eggnog is something that is just all around just disgusting. It's like, what is it? I like don't know. It sounds like something that comes from your nose, honestly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never had eggnog before, right. so I don't know if this is a decent crack, Dr. Compost. I actually love eggnog. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you have a face that says it. You have a face that wow. says, like, I love eggnog. Okay. Like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I were to take a photo of your face right now for the Instagram, like, <laughs> it just says, I love eggnog. <laughs> Fair enough, I suppose. Let's see, man. Uh, Christmas. One thing, the thing I don't like about Christmas, I'm going to say uh, traveling. Ooh, so my bad. family lives like all the way across the state. And one of the one of the things that I always disliked when I even when I was a kid and we would go to like my grandparents places was like we had always at least an hour and a half drive time to get to one grandparents place. And then mm. another hour to get to the other. And then another hour and a half to get home. Now, we didn't normally do that all in one day. But, like, it just, we just were in the car for, like, mm. at least, you know, 20% of the day. And so, it, right. you know, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of time to be driving or riding in a car. It's not great. Yeah, it's very exhausting. Very, very exhausting. Yeah. Um, I would I think, say, like, every, like, a lot of things that are flavored peppermint, like... <laughs> Like, don't give me like specific, very, very specific. Oh, yes, that's a good point. Um, nothing, nothing ruins like a good, like, snack or like something that you traditionally would find enjoyable. Rather, than if you're gonna put like peppermint or like something else that, like, to me, just does not go well, and that's that's just my personal opinion. But hey, hot takes. Nothing ruins takes in the beginning of this hot garbage. Let's go. Nothing, nothing ruins a good chocolate chip cookie like peppermint. Ew, who would put peppermint in a chocolate chip cookie? It's oh, oh, believe me, believe me. There are these, um, I forget what they're called. They're called like Dave and Louie's, but they're like these vegan cookies. Oh, yeah, they have them at work, and they, yeah, they're like dark chocolate chunk peppermint. They're like just mm-hmm. dis- they're disgusting. They're disgusting. They're not they're great. So I mean, I no. I do like Dave and Larry's cookies. Uh, they they're like that's protein. the name of it. Yeah. They, Wait, they make these these guys make vegan cookies? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh. They're vegan cookies, uh, and they're also they they have some that are like protein like they're supposed to have a lot of protein in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are pretty good for snacks if you're trying to find something that's like sort of low calorie and uh, right. and loaded with protein. Not loaded. It's not like you're eating a protein bar, but yeah. Right. More more protein than like you would find in your like, average um, chocolate chip cookie. Average chocolate chip cookie, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 This, oh, really isn't a, this really isn't a gripe for me because to be honest, Christmas is my favorite holiday. I love me some Christmas. I'm not in the granted, yes, it is it is the best holiday of the year. People who love Halloween might are trying to come for Christmas. There's not it's not a it's not even this there's, there's not even a competition. Okay, Christmas reigns supreme. But I guess one thing that like I like I guess one thing that kind of bothers me. It actually this doesn't bother me at all. But one thing that might be kind of cooler is instead of like Christmas being like strictly about like the gifts, I'm a really really big fan of the gifts don't have to be the only way that you get into like Christmas. Like it could be like about decorating or maybe about going to see like lights or something or making really good memories, spending time with your family. But once you kind of like become an adult, gifts, you're, you're not, no one's giving you stuff anymore except for right. maybe like one or two people are giving you something. But you like, there's not really that the Christmas as a child and Christmas as an adult are two very different things. So I feel like Christmas as a child is wonderful and Christmas yeah. as an adult is what you make it. And I've enjoyed both and I feel like maybe there should be more like you, Christmas like should be more about like what you want to make it like that season of like that time. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point, actually. I guess that's kind of like my 
like, I don't know. It's it's so roasting Christmas. I don't like the idea of that. I just love it so much. <laughs> I'd rather be roasting um, chestnuts on an open fire. Hell yeah, man! Nat King Cole was goody. Yeah, dude. Um, all right. So actually, no. Speaking of Nat King Cole, uh, here's a question for you guys: Do you have a go-to or a favorite Christmas song? Mine, my favorite. Okay, so mine. Uh, I have like an album. It's not just the Christmas song. Um, it's the. Are you talking about the album that you? That you made with your band Space yes. Between? So, no, actually, it's not the one uh, that we made because we actually haven't made a Christmas album. Although if we did, it would probably be great. Hell yeah, man. A it's, rock Christmas album? Honestly, yeah. I mean... There's there's some great Christmas rock songs. There are. My uh, my go-to is... And, and if we did a Christmas album, I probably would want it to be a little bit more groovy. Um, sort mm. of like uh, the okay. CeeLo, CeeLo Green Christmas album. Yeah. Probably my favorite Christmas album. Uh, and his That's What Christmas Means to Me is like... It's uh, it's great. His that's what Chris that. Whew, it's just so good. CeeLo Green, man. His Christmas yeah. album is top tier. Like, is that uh, a song that you had me listen to? Because you had me check out a couple of songs from that album, and I I enjoyed a couple of what I heard. The, he did one with that the Muppets were on. Um, <gasps> Muppets, I love Muppets. Mm-hmm. I know, <laughs> and I think it might have been that song, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So, maybe. Okay, uh, landfill. Um, I don't know if I really have one. Um, though I stumbled, I stumbled upon, uh, I was just like going through like Spotify, just like going through like just like random old rock albums, and I found one of ACDC's old albums, and there is um, there is a song that they have. It's called Mistress for Christmas. I was the, like, Oh my god, ACDC has a Christmas song. Yes, they do. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I had no idea. I think it's off. What is it off the Fly on the Wall album? I believe. I could be wrong. They, yeah, they got like so many like unknown albums people don't actually know about. But yeah, I was like, I just stumbled across it today. So uh, that's the first thing that came to my mind. But okay, yeah. Uh, for me, it is like uh, it, it's a new. This is a new Christmas favorite for me. Um, uh, there's an artist by the name of John Lindahl who I'm been in love with this year. He is amazing. He's, he's so good. Uh, he did a, a holiday album and he did this song called "Cuddled Up" with this artist Pia Mia. It is this groovy, sexy Christmas jaunt that is like the, just like by the fire. Like it is so good. And it's like, it just like, it's just amplifying in Christmas spirit and like groove and like sexiness. Like I, it just, it just does it all like um, for me on like a, a Christmas level. I just, I dig it. And I've, to be honest, it's, I've been listening to it a lot um, in the, this past month. I also like that none of us gave typical christmas song answers because i i'm a big fan lately of like there are so many artists that try to do christmas things and like you could do the michael buble route of covering stuff right. which is fine michael buble is, is is like that that's still gonna sound great you know I, if seth MacFarlane did well he's seth MacFarlane's probably done a christmas album i would listen to that i think he has yeah he I'm has sure. ooh, that ooh, i should look that up i'm pretty sure that he has yeah but like i also love lately kind of seeing like what if like modern artists what are the the Christmas songs people are making that aren't the classics that but like people are still using to embody like what Christmas is to them like musically and sonically? I'm like yeah. very fascinated by that right now. Side note: When yeah. any like jazz or lounge singer um, that's been popular in the last like 24, 20 years looks at a Christmas albums as an idea, they just go, "It's free real estate." That's just because it's like a because yeah. it's loyalty. What did not loyalty free? To... Well, some of it is because it's been copyright free. Yeah, um, some Christmas songs because they're so tradition because they're actually traditional songs mm-hmm. will will fall under fair use or be royalty free. Um, oh, cool! So yeah, you don't really have to pay for the rights to do that. But if you wanted to cover like all I want for Christmas is you, right? Um, yeah, of course. You probably would have to pay for that. So gotcha. Good times. So fun fact about that song is that it um for the past two or three years that I've been looking at the Spotify charts, I, I always kind of enjoy looking at them. Mariah Carey always shoots back up the charts with that song in like the U S or Good like the you. global charts. Like she stays in the top 10 for this season. And it's very it's just interesting to see her slowly, just like, even if she hasn't done new music that puts her just like in like, it puts her Mariah, back, baby. Yeah, it puts her back in like the top 500 like artists or whatever. All right. Uh, Lamp, you got another question for us? Yes. So rolling into this next question, um, question is, what does the holiday spirit mean to you? Well, let's make something very clear. Holiday spirit to me, I am a corny son of a toaster when it comes to Christmas. I feel more happy during this time. Actually, I was, no, I'm being serious, but like the past couple of weeks, because I was having like a tough fall, I've had like 
I've just I've been happier these past couple of like weeks, like since around like Thanksgiving kind of passed. Like I, I I very much so just feel happier around this time of year. The, like seeing all the decorations for Christmas um, means a lot. I don't know. Like it's just the Christmas specials, like the I know it's corny and dorky, but like there's still that kid in me that still feels this is a, like a magical time of year. And I probably will never get a girlfriend after having said that on a podcast. Um, but like, <laughs> I don't know, man, like I full on am like a dork for like Christmas. Like it's just such a beautiful, it's like Disney-esque, like the level that like I like and just enamored with the, the whole Christmas spirit. Um, so you're like a Disney girl, but for Christmas? Normally, I would be offended by that, but it's it it, it, it is accurate. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a Christmas bitch, I guess. <laughs> sipping Christmas hard simp. for Christmas. I'm sipping hard. I'm a Christmas <laughs> simp. <laughs> oh. Christmas. Oh, I think I got the 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 title Christmas and simping for the holidays. <laughs> All right. So glad I could help with that today. <laughs> simping for the holidays. That's actually the name of my mm. Christmas single. Uh, <laughs> simping for the holidays. That would be. That sure would be a single. That would, that would be. A, that'd be such a. That'd be. Uh, people would love it. Um, <laughs> To me, the Christmas spirit... meal like a bearskin rug, like in front okay. of a campfire. <laughs> All right, good. So for me, the Christmas spirit—it's—it's kind of crazy because Christmas time is typically like during the holidays. As a music teacher and as a musician, I typically get pretty busy around this time. Like we would have mm-hmm. had our if you know without uh, COVID, without COVID, we would have had our the school's holiday concert just like last Sunday. And so for me, that typically ends up being like a really stressful time. The first week of December is always like go, 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 because we have to get all of our stuff from the band room to the auditorium, all that. We play the concert. We also have a couple field trips that we do for the holidays as well. Like we play at the Christmas show. Oh, the thing in Lancaster? No, uh, no, the one um, in Harrisburg. Oh, no, okay. Harrisburg had one. Yeah, but they, I think they canceled it. We, we usually do, like, the holiday parade, though that's normally towards the beginning slash middle of December, but this tends to be a really, really busy time, mm-hmm. and so, like, right now, because we're not really doing a whole lot of that stuff because of COVID, it's just, like, I'm, I find myself with so much more time on my hands than I usually would during this season. Musicians, if you've never noticed, there's a lot more live music around Christmas time, whether oh, it's... Oh, we've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've definitely oh, noticed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's the, th- the other thing is, is that it's live music specifically for, like, instrumentalists. So for a lot of instrumentalists in, like, brass musicians, things like that, those those are kind of the groups that get to get hired a little bit more frequently than, like, than any other time of year. So for a lot of people, they get really busy around this time. They play a lot of gigs, play a lot of Christmas shows. But now that's really not happening a whole lot. So mm-hmm. it's been a lot less busy for me this year, which I kind of like because... I mean, it's the holidays. You want to be able to do Christmas stuff. You want to be able to do holiday stuff. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like, I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword because on the one hand, I'm not super busy, so mm-hmm. I could do holiday things, but there's not a whole lot of holiday things to do because, you know, you think of, like, going to shows or places generally where there are a lot of other people, and that's not really right. my bag right now. So, <laughs> um, it's not a lot of people's bags, let's be honest, which is unfortunate. Um, for me, I would say that... Um, it's giving to those who don't have as much and kind of going back to TJ's earlier question during hot answer during hot garbage. It depends how you perceive it, because I believe TJ was right when he said, I think it changes like as you get older. So like when you're younger, you're more used to receiving gifts and like having that gift receiving mind as a child. But then like as you get older, it changes and it's kind of what you do with it for me. And I don't know if I told you guys this, but I donated to uh, the Salvation Army this year. No, uh, I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Way better than what That's I cool, said. Man. Yeah. So You're a much better person than me. <laughs> <laughs> Not so, cool. so our our church does this thing. It's called um Christmas Angels. They'll have like oh. little Christmas cards out in the lobby, like on like Christmas trees, and you take one off. Um, and then it'll have like the child's name and then what their age, what they want. So I got this little girl. I'm not going to say the name. I'm not going to say her name because just for disclosure. But I got her the two gifts that she asked for. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to be nice here. I'm going to set a limit. And I actually was just a little bit under the limit. So I was like, hey, you know, that's great. So that's awesome, um, man. Yeah, dude, that's really good. That's like really awesome that you like bless someone like that. 
Yeah. yeah. And folks, uh, so I feel like I didn't answer the question as far as like. What oh, the I'm sorry. Did I? Did no, I no, 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 no. You're fine. I just okay. gave an I gave an answer generally about like the Christmas season, not about the, the like Christmas spirit. That's a that's a really good perspective. And yeah. I mean, like sometimes I get kind of wrapped up in the busyness of my day to day. Yeah. Um, and I don't always think about that. Doing a little soul searching here, but. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> uh, no, it's cool. So this year is like I feel particular particularly hard for a lot of people. So it's really a great thing for you to be doing that. And folks, uh, if your work or if you are the church going type, if your church is doing an angel tree, that's that's such a great thing to do. What's an angel tree? Uh, uh, it's the Salvation Army, like what Logan was just talking about. They have they have like tags for kids. You can take the tag, uh, and it just says like their name, their age, whatever it is that they're asking for. Um, and then you buy the gifts and then give them to whoever's like running the angel tree and then they'll distribute them for you for Christmas. Oh, you know, when I used to go to church, um, one of the churches I used to go to used to do that. That's awesome. Um, my, uh, my parents always do one at their church. Well, Lanfo. Alrighty. So we're going to just jump into our next segment here. Six pack. So for those of you who don't know, six pack is a segment where we have a topic. So for this, it would be uh, the six best gifts you have ever received. In this instance, it would be the six gifts that we think are the best. And we have 36 seconds to describe why those are our favorite. Typically, I've had the record of being the fastest. Oh, wow. 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 Okay. 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 All right, Logan. Wow. I mean, here I thought you were generous. I put myself on this pedestal. You know, pedestal. I just just went from thinking you were humble to just thinking you were arrogant. Like, in the split, in just the span of a full minute. I was like, wow, Logan's a saint to like, wow, Logan is garbage. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. By the way, so normally most people most podcasts will probably just do top fives we want to be better we're better yeah yeah we're better we're just built different that's yeah, all dude. it is. we're just built yeah. different so we do six because we're just different so by the way i will be abstaining from six pack and i'll just instead time you guys oh okay already when you um well i have a reason for it and i'll explain afterwards but basically i'll hold up one finger whenever there is 10 seconds left on the clock for you guys okay already ready all right, whoever wants to go first. I will uh I will go. I will go. All right. Alrighty. Um six best gifts, sir. Okay. So mine are one, the WWE Encyclopedia, which is like a oh I'll, I'll explain. It's um I'll explain. Yeah, I'll explain it later. Wrestling event tickets. Oh wow. Clothes. The video game Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Oh <laughs> such a good game. Ah <laughs> Pokemon Coliseum. Ooh. And let's see here. Transformers Unicron. Wait, the, 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 the figure? The the big planet figure? Yo, really? I wanted that so much as a kid. Oh my gosh. Dang, he was huge. Dude. He was giant. For those of the listeners who don't know, the Transformers Unicron was a planet-sized transformer. If you were a kid, it was bigger than the size of your head. He was huge you know what's crazy they even reissued that with like uh like a it's even bigger now like, oh my yeah. gosh like hasbro yeah. they do they do like something that's like a masterpiece collection for transformers yeah it's like the thing's like i think it's like twice as you still have it oh my dad had it back at the old house i don't know what happened to it after that if yeah you manage, if you manage to find out like we gotta upload a picture of it like oh my god oh my god if you can dig that up oh my oh i know where the house is at i don't know what happened to wait a minute maybe it's in... i'd have to ask my dad i'd have to ask my dad but anyway all right sir i'm putting 36 seconds on the clock Alrighty. Let's see if you can defend that little title of yours oh my gosh <laughs> all right three two all right uh wwe encyclopedia and wrestling event tickets because i'm a huge wrestling fan clothes because you always need clothes to wear hulk ultimate destruction because it's by far one of the best superhero games ever made pokemon coliseum because pokemon's my jam transformers unicron because that figure was awesome you're taking the fun out of this (laughs) (laughs) 12.64 seconds but I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah, just why? Gonna... Why bother? I'm no. just jealous of the Unicron thing. All yeah. right, Doctor Compost, you're up next. All right, my six are one is a synth pedal, uh, two is Pokemon Ruby, Ooh. three was uh, the Xbox 360, four was a GameCube, five is hot chocolate, and six I'm sitting right here. Um, 
Six is a candle. Uh, it's not... I feel like I should explain this one. I'm not going to say why I liked it so much. It's not really like a candle, but it's like a, it's like a kind of like, I don't want to say it's a drawing. It's kind of like, it was like a gel pen kind of drawing of a candle. I'll say why, obviously, yeah. in How the about a, explanation. Why I, I, can put the, I can put the, I can put the 36 seconds on the clock for you so you can sure. help me get the puzzle in this puzzle, yeah. puzzle. Pu <laughs> I, got, I got puzzle face. All right, here we go. Picking. All right, three, two, one, go. Okay, so the synth pedal is just a guitar pedal that I got from my um, from my folks a couple of years ago. Uh, Pokemon Ruby, it was a great game, Xbox 360. It's always exciting to get a new console on Christmas morning. Uh, my parents got it for myself and my siblings. Uh, GameCube was kind of the same thing. Hot chocolate, my grandmother normally gives us uh, like some kind of drink for Christmas. Sometimes it's Dr. Pepper, sometimes it's hot chocolate, but it's nice when I get hot chocolate because it's we get a lot. So the candle thing was a gift from a student. Um, and it was it was just really nice. It was a really nice gesture uh, from that student. Okay, thirty two point three seven seconds. Now it's an efficient. I feel like it is. It is. We we can allow because I feel like Logan and I are on the same page here. Please elaborate on the candle thing for us. Okay, so it was like it was. Um, it's kind of like I think the best way to describe it is it's it's like almost like it was a gel pen drawing of like a Christmas candle on this like plastic sheet that you would like put up. It was like a decoration for the house. Okay. Um, and it almost looked like it was like bookend a bookend or something. Do you have a picture of this that you could like show us later? Because I am I, I'm having difficult. You, you're describing a drawing, which I'm imagining is a two dimensional thing. Then you're yeah. describing a candle, and then you're describing a bookend. So I'm this is very perplexing. Uh, landfill. Alrighty. So uh, with that, we are gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hello, and welcome to Late Nights with Landfill. Let's begin. As the end of the year draws ever so near, let's look forward with no regret and live our best lives yet. With each other, let's not be annoyed, but instead share some Christmas joy. Whether you're making a Salvation Army donation or taking a well-deserved vacation, Let's all do a little more giving than receiving before kissing this year goodbye and leaving. Happy Holidays from the Team Trashcast. Thank you. Alright everybody, welcome back to the show. Um, so today we're going to just jump back into another question here. Um, so in our part two, so question for you guys, are, do you guys have any good snow day stories from your childhood? Um, this could be like in the month of December. It doesn't have to necessarily be around Christmas per se, although that could, that can help. That can help the question. I have two. Okay. One is the activity and one is, it's, it's, they're both not, I don't want to know the release stories. One was around like in the first few years that I had moved to Pennsylvania. We lived in this apartment complex where there was a giant, giant hill that led down to like this playground. And so myself, my sister, and a bunch of the other like kids from school, like I think we were all in like high school at this time, everyone will be outside during the snow days. Like everyone was out there. And so most people kind of like convene, like just unofficially like at the hill and you would find whatever you could use or steal from someone else um, as the means to um, figure out a way to slide down this hill which gave you just some epic, epic. It was just great slopes. It, it was just a lot of fun. That was like really cool. Like it, back when like, <laughs> it, it was back when like, if someone threw a snowball at you, it was fun. Whereas now as you're an adult, <laughs> you're like, you messed up my outfit. Um, like, <laughs> Not today, man. Not today. Not yeah. today. Um, it, it was back in that time where you felt joy on a snow day rather than wondering how you were going to dig your car out of the street. Ugh. Um <laughs> Uh, and my other one was, oh, okay, this was dope. Snow day on campus, and there had been, like, a couple, like, in a row, and it was, like, the last day before the weekend, and everybody was hoping for, like, a snow day because, like, it had been, like, it was, like, a blizzard, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, everybody was, like, seriously hoping. It was, like, come on. like So 
get people up at like five, six a.m. like refreshing their email, hoping the school is going to send out. And so you get that delay email. Like, okay, delay. I'm like, all right, it's fine. But like, come on, give me, give me what I really want. Like, you know what I'm, bro. You know I'm here, bro. Like, you know what I'm doing here. And then when you finally get the, you know, Shippensburg University will be closed for uh, this particular day. You hear the campus go on a big hurrah. Um, yeah. a, a wave of happiness and joy erupts from a bunch of horny 18 to 20 somethings. Um, <laughs> and so I remember what I, I did so. is <laughs> at the time I had um, my dorm room was like the big dorm room, like each floor I had about like three big dorm rooms out of like 20. And mm-hmm. so I happened to get one of those. It was like a corner room and it had like a kitchenette and like a, it was like furnished. Whereas the other places were just like the bedrooms and like, like a dresser and like a couple of chairs. This place was like really big and it was great for having people over and holding parties. And so I had like, a, like I had like a, a squad, <laughs> I had like a, like a squad, like a, like a, like a friend group. And mm-hmm. I was like, everybody, if you're willing to like drag yourselves, your butts out of bed, everybody come over to my dorm room. We were going to make like a whole, just a whole snow day. It's like, we we're going to do a pajama day. So I told everybody, bring pajamas over, like stop at the campus store. We're going to like buy like every snack we can with like, uh, like school money. Come over. We're going to just do like a whole snow day together. It was like, like five or six of us. And our, uh, at the time, our editor, uh, our old editor, Beth even hung out and like somehow like made herself, made it like out there as well. I think so. So we all had this like really just fun pajama day. We played a little D&D. We watched movies, ate a bunch of snacks. Like we just laid about and it was just, it was a good, like fun, like a uh, really just good time. It was, it was, it was, it was very delightful. That sounds pretty awesome. It was great. It was, it was, it was, it was a blast. Yeah. I think we played Super Smash Brothers. It, it could not have been a better day. <laughs> I so. think, I think my like most recent snow day memory is actually from the, probably the same snowstorm. The one in like early 2018, I think, or no, early 2017. It would have been like 2015 or 2016. Okay. So that was when I was in college and they like never canceled classes at my college. Like ever because we didn't really have very many commuter students so i mean we had some of course because every every university every college does but we didn't have that many comparatively so they didn't tend to cancel classes because you know uh who cares about if professors are safe getting to work yeah the poor teachers (laughs) now that i'm on the other side of things i guess i see that side of it too but but yeah no so we didn't have they didn't like ever cancel or delay classes until that year i think it was my it must have been it was my senior year of college i remember this so it would have been 2016 they there was like it was when we got like two or three feet of snow all in that like one one weekend i know what you're talking about (laughs) i remember that storm and we uh, my friend group and i we all had like apartments in one of the dorm buildings that we like all got on the same floor and everything and so like that whole day that the classes were canceled we were like all out on the one hill on campus just like sledding the whole day and just oh, that's awesome. um you know snowball fights and stuff like that it was really good it was a really fun time and i remember like uh, one of my friends letting his sleds dry off in one of the stairwells and one of our friends who was like an RA or an RD was like, hey, you can't really like do that. And we're like, there's three feet of snow outside. Where, what are we supposed to do? Like, where else do we put these sleds? Can I, can I say something about that that particular storm that you're talking about? Yeah, sure. Because it was, 20, by the way, it was 2016. Because, and I know this because I had to come home at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, like from college, and I was like, I think I was like in a dorm room that that college year as yeah. well. And I remember that they were up to the windows of the, <laughs> like that's how high the snow was. Like I was driving yeah. through, I was driving through York City, and the the snow was as high, at least as the bottom of the window, if not like even higher. Like in in the city, it was unbelievable that you could even like get through. Right. Um, like it was so tall, and I remember that snowstorm particularly because I had um. At the time, a 2002 Toyota Corolla named Ramona, who I love very dearly. It was my first car, my first baby. And I remember that as um, I was driving home, there was no way to get to my apartment. Like, not I was driving a, a home. Like, I was living with my mom, but I was living on campus. So I was driving to my mom's house. And there was no way to get to my mom's house without a hill. It was, there was four different ways that you could, like, enter. But <laughs> all of them were uphill. Or they were at least steep uphill. There was no, like, gradual, like, long sure. way around. So I remember um, I was like driving on this road and there's this truck in front of me. The truck makes a left. I make a left. I'm behind the truck and I'm going up the hill and like there's just the snow is just coming down and it's the roads are just like icy. And I start to see the truck put its hazard light on ahead of me. I'm like, well, what the hell's going on? But it's still accelerating and going up. I begin to notice that the truck is not exactly accelerating and 
the truck begins to move. The truck be, is begins to try to make a left. There's not a place that this truck can make a left um, because the truck is starting to move backwards. So oh, it's starting boy. to move backwards as it's making a left. So it's now like this boomerang shake shape that is heading towards me. And my car at the time, I was broke. I was so broke. I Gosh, I don't think I had more than like more than a hundred dollars to my like my name i was like so broke and i i had t bad bad tires that like had no tread on these tires so if this guy was going slow i was in like up this dangerous hill there was no way that i was going to be able to like keep it up if he's if i like stopped like i needed to keep accelerating but this car starts to move backwards it's this massive tractor trailer is moving this is not it's a tractor trailer is moving backwards with the boomerang shape and i'm like i can't like get a good grip of the car to go like forward luckily there's no one behind me so i instead also turn the car to the left and and like use like just kind of like the ice to slide down the hill as the truck i see the truck behind me like in sonic adventure 2 like when it's like <laughs> <laughs> like when there's a when there's that giant truck behind you um and like thankfully i just like steer into like a gas station and like i see the truck the truck doesn't continue to move downhill, but it's now like in the middle of the road and just like blocking oh all exits. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get home. I don't remember how I did get home at that point, Jeez. but I am glad that I was not crushed by a truck because that blizzard was hell. Um, oh man, that was, it was tough. Crazy. <laughs> it was. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't know if I necessarily have one per se. Um, I know there was like, <clears throat> I know there was a time like in fifth grade where we had we had a day where we went home early. We had the next day off. And then the day after that was a two hour delay. So it was like Ooh, all three in one. That's a trifecta. Yeah, a trifecta. It was great. Ooh. It was great. Um, like the best days, like we, we used to go to this, we used to go to this babysitters. Like we used to like, like all through elementary school, like that's where we were at. Um, like the best days there were like the snow days where like school was closed but like we had to be there because like our parents didn't trust us at the house they were like no you guys are some rowdy kids you need to be under supervision so <laughs> um they would put us they would put us there at the uh babysitters but it was it was a blast it was a blast fantastic times fantastic times you know uh teachers love snow days too <laughs> they're great oh they you do them. get kind of giddy like I, when i mm -hmm. like when i first moved in with you i would see you get kind of giddy at the idea of snow yeah but it didn't snow at all last winter nope which is i thought was interesting because during that winter i was biking to work like mm -hmm. no matter what temperature it was i was biking to work yeah uh on a bicycle and so when you i went it was funny when i would wake up you would be kind of sad that there wasn't a snow day, even though like there was like a prediction of it. And I would be happy that I didn't have to try to bike to work in like, cause I didn't have a car at the time, right. like worrying about snow. So it was very interesting to see like for both, for like, oh. Both perspectives. Yeah, with both perspectives of like, um, <laughs> I don't know, it, it, it just cracked me up. You know, what's also weird is my at my school, every spring semester I've been there, except for this past winter, every spring semester that I went, there was always heavy, heavy snow during like the year. So there would be at least like four days worth of classes like canceled Jeez. because of the snow. Oh no, that's not a bad thing. But I guess it is because when you think there's really only like 16 classes in a semester. Right, and you right. pay for those too, so exactly, you know, yeah, it's different in grade school when like, well, and and now we don't actually have snow days anymore. They're all because they just become virtual learning days, because most schools have like a schedule set up no! for it. No, yeah. So <laughs> wait, are wait are snow days are snow days gone forever now? Snow days are pretty much a thing of the past now. Oh yeah, so uh, man, if... suck a Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being a kid right now. Well, I mean, for a number of reasons. No, no, like it's virtual good. Virtual school no. is hard. But... Gen Z has been having a pretty good lately. They, they need they need to be humbled. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. No, they, they, they'll be fine. Let me stop. You know, like <laughs> you know, like the generation before us was like back in my day. We went up. We went. We walked to school, and it was snowing, and it was uphill both ways. Yeah. And now we're like back in my day. We didn't even have school when it snowed. <laughs> what up? We would just sit at home watching VHSs. Oh, oh, we're man. aging, and it's weird. <laughs> it's weird, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, a lot of things that in our childhood, I think, like we look back on, like on fondly, because 
during those times, like in our childhood, like especially like with any um, like snow days, especially like we don't have, we look back at it falling because we don't have the problems that we have now back then. We didn't have those. So like cleaning off your car, for example, but. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. My mom still made me when I was a kid, I, I could have been as young as like eight years old. She was baby, can you go clean the car off for me? I didn't know that she was using child. Black parents will use child labor. I don't, do white parents do that too? Just like yeah. use the kids for child yeah. labor? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. Chores my parents my parents did not vacuum their house they did not clean their <laughs> bathroom they did not take out the trash they did not rake the leaves anytime matter of fact my dad was a weekend dad and anytime we came over we were raking his leaves i can't wait to be a parent so i can just have a servant <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a great a great think... way to save on maintenance of a house <laughs> like just get you get... <laughs> all right add that bud yeah <laughs> Um, right. Just make your kids do it. That's that's such a good parenting <laughs> technique. It's just like, oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's that's so smart. Like, make them let me more. just get my kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. my. To make them to make you to make them think to make your kids think like oh yeah this is like it will help your kid build character. No, it's not. You just don't feel like doing it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um. Landfill. Right. <laughs> you are. Right, you're right. We're gonna jump into our next segment. Uh, trashy twenties. So. For this, we're going to give you guys an example of one of our best Christmas stories. So for me, it's kind of generalized. I it's for me, I kind of look at it as like one of like a best vacation I've had. Um, I don't have one yet, but like I'm sure it's gonna happen. Like one that's like gonna top everything. I don't really, I don't know if I have one of those quite yet. But I would say like one thing like we've done in the past was always go over to like my grandparents' house and like my father's side. So, but because of COVID this year, that's not going to happen. So it's kind of like switching things up a little bit. So my aunt is, my aunt Tammy is going to do something a little different this year. So, but uh, yeah. So what about you guys? You guys do anything different or festive or like, what's your best Christmas story that you guys have? I do. For the past like eight years, I've had a Christmas edition that I go see lights. Um, I've kind of made it so that every other year, I would mm-hmm. go to Longwood Gardens over here in Pennsylvania. And then the opposing years, I would try to find a new place that does like light displays. I used to go to a Cozier's um, Christmas Village in Burnville. I really like that Rocky Ridge in York. I just, I'm a big like sucker for like those uh, light displays and I really enjoy them. Uh, the ones where you drive are like fine, but I prefer the ones where you can kind of walk around and it's like a little winter wonderland. Usually yeah. places are so cocoa and popcorn is really cute. Um, if for a few years early on, there was like a tradition where unintentional tradition, completely unintentional, but like I would have a date for each one of those things. Mm-hmm. And so for, for the small period of my life up until maybe about 2018 in my, in the back of my head was this thing of like, okay, I need to have a date for Christmas. Like, <laughs> because like it, it just, no, it happened to be a coincidence that like I was going out with someone around the first time I did the lights thing. And then the second time I was going out with someone again, the third time again, the fourth time. And it became something that like, it became Christmas. Like, I think Christmas is like this in Japan. Like it sort of became like, there was a romantic element added for me. I don't know. It's also you, Christmas can be kind of romantic, you know, mm-hmm. but now what it's transitioned to is like, I try to make sure that like, when I do that lights thing that I go either with a date or with like a group of friends, because usually lights are like, like, I don't know, it's a really good time or, but it could be kind of romantic. So I like to kind of like, just have like good people along. So that's kind of my tradition so for me honestly one of my favorite traditions about uh during christmas time is always getting to get to see extended family and everything and but my favorite story from christmas is probably one year i talked about in the halloween episode about how kelly and i and her family normally go to bush gardens for their halloween event Mm because they have the scaratories and all the haunted houses and everything and it's really really fun right they also do a christmas one and it's they've got lights up everywhere they have like space heaters you can get really good hot chocolate one year we went and we got these like reusable mugs that you could take in like there was like 50 cent hot chocolate refills or something like that like really really cheap which was awesome they actually also have some of the rides open even though it's like frigid outside so it's it's really fun and really nice they have a whole light light display and everything uh, that you see as you're driving into the park and also you can like ride the trolley around and i went with her and her family one year and it was just a really really fun and nice time and it's just i don't know it's just i just like doing things for christmas just because it's just 
it's just fun to go and like see the lights and everything and just kind of celebrate it. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's it for me. So I do have like uh, one additional Christmas story. There was, uh, I was seeing someone um, right around like the holiday time for a few months towards the end of a semester and at the semester end, we had still been hanging out. So on Christmas day, um, my mom and my sister left the apartment because they were going to go visit my grandmother. And I love my grandmother dearly. I'd spent like Thanksgiving with her, all of her a lot. But I just didn't really feel like leaving the house. So I was fine to just like give her a call and then just kind of like stay around the crib. So basically, I spent Christmas the night alone. It was probably like five or six. And I get a text from the girl that I'd been hanging out with. And she just asked me like what I've been doing. And apparently she'd finished Christmas dinner, hanging out with her family. And she wanted to come spend some time with me. So she came over to my house. Granted, this was a little not okay because... At the time, my mom like had like a no girls when she's not there rule, but I broke that shit um, <laughs> um, to spend. Uh, and so she and I, we we hung out, we like made out some. It was really fun and like really cool. We even um, ran to like the sheets that was like down the sh- street. I think we we might have we, like we, I think we might have walked, but it's probably better that we drove. And we just got some like milkshakes there. And so it was like really cute and like romantic. And I just had like a really nice time with her. Yeah. Like that for me is like a really like sweet Christmas uh, memory. Sounds like a really good time. Those are some awesome stories. Stories, you guys. Awesome stories. All right. So now it's time for us to jump into our last segment, which is Rotten Rex. Um, these are recommendations that we as the hosts give to other hosts. And basically the point of this is they have no choice but to view it because we tell them to. Um, so it's for the really good of the show. It's for the good of the show. It's for the views. It's for the views. So what views? Oh, do you mean for the listens? Yes, for the listens. For, listens. for the listens, my guy. My guy. So for me, I'll start. So for me, last week, my or last episode, my recommendation was from Aaron was to check out a YouTuber by the name of Nakey Jakey. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, and um, his one video was on horror video games. Now, I like horror to an extent. Um, I can do more. I'm more so like the jump scare. I'm not so much as like the the blood and guts like ah, spewing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I do. I did like Aaron. I did like your recommendation for two reasons. Um, The one was the reference to Bioshock, mm. was the Bioshock reference where you're in the dental laboratory. That was a nice touch. <laughs> and uh, and you pick up that one plasmid. And for those of you who don't know, Bioshock is a game that you basically explore this underwater world um, called Rapture. And you um, basically work with these, these uh, like a bio, it's a biological chemical um called atom and it basically alters your genetic formula or dna so at the beginning of the game you like inject yourself with this plasma material and you're able to use like elemental um bursts of energy like electricity fire crazy powers bug swarms ice crazy stuff it's awesome and then you also get these things called tonics so you go into this dental dental place of of rapture it's like in the it's in the place called a medical wing. So you go into the dental portion of the office, and down down these little steps and around to the left to the corner, there's a tonic sitting upon the desk. So you walk over nonchalantly, you're like, "Oh, this is fine," and then you pick up the tonic. And as soon as you do, this wave of mist just floats over you, and you're like, "Oh, what's going?" On? Then as soon as you turn around, there is this. There are these creatures that inhabit Rapture. Um, Former called- people. Former people called splicers. <laughs> Basically, a splicer is a person who has gone completely insane by overusage of an atom substance. So you turn around, and as you do, there's this doctor splicer who's literally standing like right in front of your face. And so, like, so good. Yes, it's so good. It's like, like I could be so terrifying sometimes. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, yes. So, like, me, uh, the first time I played, obviously, like, it made me jump out of my skin but like every time every time after that i played i just like always have the shotgun at the ready so it's like oh, turn around, bam but um only gonna uh, get me I, once yeah yeah. Like, yeah he kind of asked for it <laughs> um 
and then the other uh the other one i believe was was it resident oh yes it was resident evil 4 it was resident evil 4 um which obviously anybody who knows me that is like one of my top favorite games of all time so yeah. i was like i was like yes aaron nailed it on the head <laughs> so yes i greatly appreciated that sir thank you very much yeah dude um so my recommendation for you is I was having kind of a trouble time to find a uh, rotten wreck based around Christmas. It's kind of difficult because um, I don't want to just like make it like, oh, check out this like Christmas song or something. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So there's this guy I kind of watched like a back a few a few months ago, and I thought his stuff was like really really funny. He just kind of like he'll take like stereotypical skits of like people I guess that like he's run into in mm. his life. And he'll like make skits out and he'll just like do funny skits out of it. Um, his name's Trevor Wallace. And Aaron, the video I want you to watch of his is called The Dude Who Never Left His Hometown. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. Trevor Wallace, white yeah. guy, right? Kind of skinny yeah. white kid. Yeah. Yeah, I I know who Trevor Wallace is. He's Trevor really, Wallace really funny. Is really funny. Am yeah. I wait, hold on, am I getting him confused with the actor for Squirrely Dan? No. No. I'm thinking of K Trevor Wilson. Okay. Yeah. K but Trevor Wallace is Trevor a, Wallace, another funny guy. He's a YouTuber. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. See, I always I always see his stuff on Instagram too. He'll do stuff with like Stevie Emerson or like Ryan the Leader. Yeah, he's um all of those like California comedians that kind of like Yeah. They're like he he he's on like the Chad and JT stuff sometimes too. Um oh, so, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Council? He was on their all podcast right. a few weeks ago. <laughs> Aaron, um, how did your recs go last week? So my rec was uh, to check out the song Hobbies. Um, the Melissa Villasenor and the Emma sir, Stone. Sir, sir, from SN- sir. Yeah? It is called Hobby Song. We okay, do not sure. disrespect Melissa Villasenor. Okay? Right. M- Melissa Villasenor is great. I'm, she, no, I would not disrespect wonderful. her. She's, she's amazing. She's, she's, she is amazing. It was a great song. It was funny. Um, I... I... <laughs> <laughs> I find it sometimes so hard to not cringe at the SNL songs sometimes a little bit. I don't like saying the word cringe. I immediately, like, even just, like, shuddered at that. Yeah, um, you kind of, like, you kind of just, like, raise your shoulders a little bit. There. Yeah, I know. When, shimmy. when I said it, I was like, eh. <laughs> but, but no, it was funny. It's, it's, I always, I like this thing in comedy where people are more okay with being nerds, right? So think about, like, somebody like Thomas Middleditch or Ben Schwartz. They're kind of in the same vein where they're, like, they're nerds, but they're comedians and they're funny and they're cool and, like, people really like them, partially because <laughs> of how nerdy they are. So right. I like that, um, you know, and Melissa Villasenor and is definitely, like, she's included in this, too, uh, obviously, because she was the main person in the song. She also, like, had an Animal Crossing Island tour on YouTube, like, a few months ago. Um, yep. And I think she did that. She plays did... a lot of Animal Crossing. Yeah. I think she I might I really have... want her to... Sorry. She might have done a video with Ben Schwartz and Thomas Middleditch. And the only reason I'm bringing that up is because, like, because of the Animal Crossing thing. She got an Animal Crossing sketch on SNL where she oh, did one right. with Mikey. She did one with Mikey Day where basically the, the little island that she begins to make up, just, people just begin to like <laughs> begin attacking her. her. Yeah, yeah, they just really hate her. Yeah. It's like you're bad. They like they build a funeral for her, but it's like with the little cute Animal Crossing characters and oh, it's really adorable. Yeah, like I wish Melissa Vizio would like start a Discord or something. Um, I know she's like no, <laughs> That'd be but, like, so it, rad. Oh it'd my be gosh, so cool. Like it would, oh my gosh! If like she started like a Discord or something, She'd be the like Queen of Discord, man. She she really really would. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Yeah. Yo, All right, um, give it to me. So uh, so no, I liked it a lot, and I also kind of wonder, like, does Emma Stone actually have a tiny town called Emmaville? I don't know. I love Emma Stone. Anytime she's on SNL, she is she she's hosted four times. She's so close to the five timer five timers, hmm. she, and Emma Stone could do no wrong. There was a picture. I mean, it was a picture of a random little ginger girl with like painting like figurines but that could have been a childhood picture of her you know (laughs) anyway so my recommendation for you this week to make it christmas themed i want you to listen to the christmas album by leslie odom jr oh i was considering listening to that but i was worried it was is it covers or is it originals i think it's i mean even the ones that the songs we were talking about today were covers too some of them but i think it's a mix okay probably i I love me I mean, who doesn't love them? Some Leslie Odom Jr. And I, I like, I remember seeing it, and I was like, oh, I'm like, maybe I'll find something from here. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, because I came across a couple of his originals, but I like it was something I was building a playlist for a friend. I mean, yeah. No, it's a good wreck. I'm, I'm really excited to listen to this. Shot it. <laughs> All right. So last week I was given the wreck of, um, oh goodness gracious. Okay, 
Landfill told me to watch this guy called Mark Weens uh, in a video that he did called Trying Devil Level Ramen. So when it comes to travel YouTubers, normally I am not a fan because why do I want to watch somebody that has money go around and spend money? Like, I, no, I'm good. However, in this, and I'm also like, sometimes with those travel YouTubers, they're like, I'm like not a big fan of like big vlog personalities. Like sometimes it's just too much. Like I can't, I can't handle it. However, this guy, he was quite delightful. I think the ramen smoothed it over for me. Like it was a, like at first I was worried like, okay, is he going to be kind of like hammy? But like, no, like he seemed like a genuinely like enjoyable. Like every time he said, wow, it was like really adorable. And that ramen looked super spicy and absolutely delicious. I love that his wife is just next to him, holding, actively holding the baby, but like supporting him by like doing some of the shots for him. Like just really be like, I mean, what honestly, what, what a supportive, supportive person. It makes me wonder if I'm like, if we're making like skits and sketches and we're like married or something, are we going to be like having like our wives like <laughs> <laughs> like holding the camera for us which would be really sweet no honey just a little bit higher just like yeah <laughs> just, 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 but it's like you, you have an in-home camera person like right there but i just thought he was it was really adorable and the food oh the ramen looked incredible the trash report like wow he just and i you know this guy just seemed really i worry with youtubers about them being inauthentic in this guy just seeing him like think and like how he was speaking to the workers that's for me is what i was like okay this guy this guy's all right like this, this cool. is an okay guy and so i would i would watch another thing from him like i absolutely would i i enjoyed it i liked his personality so it's not my normal type because i'm not the travel person but like if you talk food to me like i'm like all ears but i just really liked how he handled himself like talking to the workers and like the look of the food was amazing so dude i think it was a good wreck yeah he, um, he, has, he has a lot of good videos like his one he goes to um budapest is good he does one where he goes to i believe it's afghanistan or iraq that one's pretty good too yeah he, he does a bunch of them he's a bunch so of them. He, here's my like thing with travel and we could actually just totally do an episode on travel or road trips my like thing with travel is that i'm not interested in seeing someone go places and tell me about the history of a place to be honest i don't really care i guess I, let me rephrase it. I will never travel to a place to experience the history because, to be honest, that's not really might would attract me to the to the to the country. What might attract me to the country, like a place like Australia or Japan or Italy, is the culture of that place. So I would want to see like what's the nightlife of those places like, or the food. For me, if I were to do travel, I would do like a food tour of a place. Oh. Like I would love to go to different restaurants and like that's how I would love to experience like. Like, that's what I'd be there for. But I've never been a big fan of, like, traveling and, like, going to see, like, museums or, like, statues. Like, it doesn't Same. really interest me that much. Yeah, you know? like, because that's just something you can read in a history book. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um. So if this guy does more, like, food stuff, I'd be curious to watch Because I watch, like, a ton of, like, cooking and, like, food videos. So, like, I can, I just, I really like his personality. All right. So, sir, for you, I don't know how you're going to take this, but I'm giving you a rec that I mentioned earlier on. I'm giving you a Christmas album to listen to. Okay. Uh, the artist that I mentioned by the name of John Lindahl, his album, A John Lindahl Holiday. So I'm my main thing I want to hear from you is just your opinion on the very last song at the end, uh, which is The Flight of St. Nicholas, which is just this, when you listen to that, you need to text me. Like just that song, and all for our listeners as well, the things John Lindahl does in The Flight of St. Nicholas in the entirety of the track is just I, I love it because it's like a little story within the songs. I, I just love how it how it turns out. But the album is a whole, the whole thing is a vibe. So uh, that's what I would like you to listen to. All right. And last week we had a group wreck from Autolinquid who joined us for the last episode. Anytime we have a guest on, we ask them to give a recommendation to all three hosts and we will chat about it in the episode. So the group wreck that we were given last week by Autolinquid, because she will absolutely be listening to this. So let's make sure we watch our words, boys. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, is she told us to listen to NADPOD, which is not another D&D podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, Landfill, how'd you feel about this? I, I felt like a little bit lost and let me explain why it's because I don't play D and D. So a lot mm -hmm. of like terminology and stuff kind of went over my head a little bit. So yeah. like, for me, it's one of those things where like, I had to actually play to kind of get like, like how a quest works or like how the mechanics of the game actually work. Um, like, obviously like, I, I know what D and D is obviously, but like, again, I've never played it. So um, it, was very, it was a very good uh, episode of the podcast regardless, though. Like, the energy of the people on the podcast seemed very, very, um, they seemed like very energetic people. Very lively, though. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Okay, so Landfill, I agree with you um, on the energy the hosts was there very much so. The thing that didn't work for me a ton is, I'll be completely honest, when it comes to D&D podcasts, I love the stories that a DM crafts, the characters, like all of those things. And when I'm listening to D&D, even when I'm playing it myself, I'm not that much interested in the technical side of things. I like D&D and I am somebody who plays it, but I want to get lost in the story, in the tale, and in the characters. So there's a difference between good humor being delivered and like good jokes and whatnot, and then the hosts consistently stopping and giggling versus like them riffing. And so for me, like it's an energy thing that just sometimes does it, it's not at all to say the thing is bad. I can clearly tell it's something that just is a disconnect for me because I can I can hear in the show the thing that Audrey likes because it's the same thing that she likes in Critical Role that I can't stand, which is everyone's patting themselves on the back and talking about the show, but the story is taking a back seat. It feels like the story is kind of like sharing half with the energy of the players. And to be honest, I care far more about the story and the players are secondary to me. In a podcast I listen to called Root Tales of Magic, the story features very heavily, but when they do humor, like every now, they, like it's very rare that the show just stop fully to, to do humor or to like expand on just like a bit, but they are able to incriminate the humor within the show itself. Right. So for me, it's something that like I look for more is like a funny fantasy tale, whereas this had like a lot of things that like should work for me, but they just didn't. And I was just kind of annoyed as I was kind of listening to like people just like giggle, but I still wasn't really understood what's going on. Like they walked into a tavern and then there's just a bit going on for 40 minutes. And it was just kind of, I was like, okay, like guys, like you can be funny, that's fine. But like, give me the story too, you know? And it's just, it's a reason I just lean more towards retails and magic because I just like a good long-term fantasy tale. Right. Yeah, I know that's like very dense about like D&D niche podcasts and whatnot. They can be great listens. Like it's great to get into like a, a podcast that has a long story established already. And you can just like listen to it while you're working or whatever. Like it's wonderful. But um, it did not do it for me. Like it just, it just wasn't. All right, boys. So we're coming towards the end of the show. All First right. and foremost, you may have enjoyed the nice musical, mu- nice music we had in the show. That was yes. featured by. That was my band Space Between. You can find us on Spotify, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and yeah, we've got, we've got our music up there and I like it a lot. I think you should check it out. Also, for me, I stream on Twitch sometimes at uh, Wispipedia. It's mostly video game stuff, but I'm kind of thinking about expanding into doing some music and things on there too. I haven't 100% figured all, all that out. If you want to find me, I'm at twitch.tv slash Wispipedia, W-H-I-S-P-A-P-E-D-I-A. That's the one. I don't know why. It's like Wikipedia, but put Wisp there instead. Um, and by the way, you also, uh, just a big thanks to you, Dr. Campos, for editing this episode and editing the past few that we've done. Chot it! Chot Landfill, what about yourself? Um, so if you enjoyed a lot of the voices that are done on this show, on this podcast, during this episode that I do, such <laughs> such as like this one right here you can check me out on my own website that i have um it is www.logangyangst.com that is y-e-i-n-g-s-t you can also if you love hearing those voices you can check all of them out on there i have all the voices that i do i do plethora of voices just so many that i can't even keep track of if you enjoy hearing those you can also follow me on instagram at voices w underscore logan as well and lastly, if you've been enjoying the show and you want to interact with us a little bit more, we would love for you to reach out to us uh, via Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at Team Trashcast. And you can also reach out to us via our e- our Gmail at uh, teamtrashcast at gmail.com. As of this recording, we just uploaded a sketch yesterday. And um, Dr. Campos and I are going to try to do just a couple of more TikToks. Maybe I'd like to see if we could do at least two more just before the holidays so you guys can have a little something to laugh at on Instagram. Uh, dot com uh, slash team trashcast. Also, sometimes I make sketches without the team on my own account. You can find me at King Compliment on Instagram and TikTok. Guys, if you made it this far to the end of the show, we just want to thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, we know we uh, like to do wacky things on here, but to be honest, this podcast was starting that we started for fun, and we still have a lot of fun doing it. If you what we're going to be doing in the next episode is going to be a little different. Uh, it's going to be a 2020 in review. 
And basically, the first show of each year is going to be us talking about the year and past. And boy, what a fucking mess this year was. Um, so we're going to be reviewing that. We're going to try to see if we can get some of our past friends to join us for that episode. Um, thank you very much for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful day. And with that being said, smell you, smell you later. later.